issues of finance are huge for BRICS members. That's why they establish uh, the uh, uh, the BRICS uh, Bank, which is the new development bank. And uh, Munala Ratsume is the executive director of the uh, regional office, African regional office of the new development bank. I spoke to him here in Bilabila um, after briefing the, the shapers and South shapers meeting on uh, this important uh, briefing about... Um, what role is the bank playing to make sure that the objective of BRICS are achieved? What we wanted to do with the presentation is to give first an overview of where the bank comes from. Um, the last number of years of operation since uh, setting up offices uh, across the different member countries. Share flavor of the projects that have been done and how much has been dispersed uh, across all the member countries. Uh, and furthermore, uh, beyond that, to share a perspective of the next few years of strategy, mm. what the bank is going to be focusing on, uh, how we're going to be mobilizing capital, and how we're going to be looking to build and improve on what the bank achieved over the last, uh, the, 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 the last few years of operation. And uh, over and above that, I think it's a very important aspect of the bank's strategy is uh, having to welcome new members in the process of, of, of getting to that. Um, so. The board has gone through the exercise of looking across uh, to you know, uh, uh, neighboring countries that uh, nearby all the other founding members to see uh, which countries uh, could be invited to join the bank and, and what we want to achieve with those countries joining the bank. Mm. So developing a criteria, for instance, to say we look for countries that are one politically stable, uh, have got a credit rating and a very strong credit rating. By so doing, as a, as a member join, then they improve uh, the credit metrics of the bank. Um, because the bank is very much about using its credit strength to be able to attract capital in uh, through borrowing. Mm. Uh, and by so doing, and it enables the bank to be able to on-lend the capital cheaper. A development institution prides itself on the basis of being able to uh, give to market uh, capital that is uh, that is well priced, and that's in essence what has been the operations of the NDB to to date. So we are looking to build on the successes over over the number of years uh, since the bank uh, was founded. So in South Africa, we have seen also uh, since the the office was established in August of 2017. Uh, up to now, we have approved about $5.6 billion worth of projects in South Africa, cutting across various sectors, transport, uh, energy, water. But at the main, that has also been on the low-hanging opportunities, either lending through state-owned, uh, to state-owned entities and also to the government itself. They were still built on the underpin of project. So now the strategy now is asking questions about uh, what is the next uh, five years going to look like? Uh, mm. What are they going to be the priorities um, in member countries and here in South Africa? So the obvious things that we have to align to, uh, which has been the headline, is just, just energy transition. Mm. Uh, so you would have picked up on the work that uh, the international partners, maybe through G7, have been doing with the government. Uh, but then through that, you would not have had sight of the other institutions that are not part of that setup, uh, the NDB being one such, uh, maybe DBSA, the IDC, there's a number of others that uh, are not headlining in the $8.5 billion, and, but are there and they're presenting quite a significant uh, resource muscle for the country to be able to pursue this just energy transition. So it promises to be a very exciting next few years uh, of, uh, of the bank operation. 
So this year with South Africa sharing BRICS, uh, those are the sort of issues that uh, we are going to be really highlighting for what the bank is really doing. So the next uh, stop is going to be the investment conference uh, where the bank will then again get an opportunity to outline what his plans are and how much he's looking to invest over the, over the framework. So it's an exciting period. Um, of course, there will always be challenges that the bank uh, had to navigate, and I think the management uh, of the bank um, very, very, very aware that with all the successes, uh, there will always be headwinds that will have to navigate. Uh, the world is a very tricky uh, you know, place to to navigate uh, you know, currently. So, but um, we've got uh, we've got a team that I think is uh, is well equipped to be able to navigate and make sure that the bank stays on the trajectory. Mm. Have you moved to also seeing other projects in the African continent, not just South Africa? Um, so we have side of the projects in the rest of the, the continent beyond South Africa. We have been constrained by the fact that you know, the bank at the main finances projects uh, in member countries. Um, so we've got a very interesting project that we have financed that is in Lesotho, uh, a water project in Lesotho. Uh, but that was motivated on the basis of the economic benefit being to South Africa. So we've got a policy of projects in non-member countries, but it's always built on the basis that the, the, the member country has to either provide a guarantee, support the project, and must be the borrowing, must be the borrower on the project. And that's why the TCTA project for the, the Soto Highlands Water Project has made sense for the bank. Uh, it's, the, it's the first such project in the in, in the bank, uh, there has not been any uh, any other. But I think that as a pilot, the bank will be looking to explore. Uh, so what will be next then in the continent of Africa is that uh, Egypt is about to finalize joining uh, joining the bank. So it means that then we'll be able to go and explore financing projects in Egypt. There are other through the very same process that I've indicated on new members. There are other countries that the bank has identified that can potentially become uh, become members. Uh, and we'll be holding conversations with those countries in the event that there is interest and will to join. Then it means that then our portfolio in, in Africa is not only going to be limited to, to South Africa, it will be also uh, looking at uh, other countries that would have joined. And of course, that then that makes the, uh, you know, it creates a good foundation for regional integration mm. facilitation, right? Because there will be projects that maybe is a road infrastructure that goes beyond the borders of South Africa further into, so you avoid then this issue where a road is only good up until the border and beyond. Um, so you're not able to facilitate a completely seamless uh, processing and transportation of, of goods. So if you can do projects that across, rail projects that cut across, um, so I think it will be creating impact and also linking up to trade opportunities that exist. So there's a lot of work that the bank is going to be doing. Um, so exciting times ahead, as I said. Mm. Let's talk about the repayment, because with the projects that you have funded already, when does the repayment start? I mean, we're talking about the sustainability of the bank now, making sure that when the fund is available to, to those uh, parastatals, they're able to, 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 to make the repayment, because we need, to, we need a bank that is sustainable, because development projects, do they take time as well? Yes, it's a, I think it's, just, it's the nature of project finance. Um, it's the nature of project finance. So if you are building a, a port, a port uh, on its own will generate income later on when it's completed. So should you 
borrow to finance a pot today and there is an expectation on you in the terms that you you repay the capital from day one um, that will undermine the success of the, the construction of the port. So you design the, the, the financing such that you allow a period of construction. And once then uh, the period of construction ends and uh, the project is operational, generates uh, revenues, then it's able to start repaying uh, the capital back. So you have this, and you will have this in any new institution that, that does that, that the first few years of of operation where much of the capital has been de deployed through grace periods, you're only getting uh, the servicing of the debt back and net less so about the capital. Uh, so it's nothing unusual. Uh, so so the bank in the next few years would be starting to get a lot of capital repayment starting to come through from the older projects and that will strengthen the capital uh, base of the bank even further. Uh, that together, of course, with the borrowing exercise, um, then the bank would, should be able to do in multiples of what it has been able to do in the past by virtue of them, you know, using markets and also using the capital that is coming through over and above uh, what still exists in the patent capital structures. Hmm. So let's, let's conclude with some of the terms as you want to expand the, the bank in terms of those who want to, you want to, or those who will be joining the, the, the bank in terms of. Um, they will be making contributions as they join. Oh yes, uh, without without doubt. I think you know first the criteria that the bank put together uh, will have to look at let's say the credit quality of uh, of, of the country. Right? So it is set the benchmark that uh, the country that we will consider has to be this credit uh, quality and better, um, and also you know issues of uh, political stability uh, you know come through. Um, and it has to have it has to be countries that have have had a track record of borrowing through similar institution. Uh, so there's a there's a very strong uh, criteria that the bank. So through that exercise, then you are able to go through a long list of countries and filter them down to only a few that you think you know, is worthwhile you know, pursuing yeah. because the the metrics are well understood. By so doing, you make sure that you know new members are enhancing the credit quality of the institution than otherwise. And because if you, there are countries that if you were to, uh, if, you, if they were to join, would potentially weaken the credit metrics of the bank, which then is in itself uh, self-defeating. So it's a very tight criteria that we put together that is going to be aiding how we communicate and how we, uh, how we approach uh, various potential uh, members. Mm. Your country, South Africa, has BRICS this year. Any special, anything special from the bank side in terms of what you're planning? Um, I mean, there are there will be initiatives that we lead as part of our strategic uh, design. Mm. Uh, but we're also going to be listening closely to hear what the priorities for the country are in the coming. Uh, so, as part of these sessions, what has also come through either through BRICS Business Council or many of the other presenters is the issue of just energy transition. Uh, it is clear that's going to be the focus um, for, for this year and potentially beyond. Uh, so the bank has already responded. It's already said to South African government, uh, we are pledging $3 billion to assist you on this, uh, on this journey over the next five years. So in essence, then what then must happen next is that South African government must present projects uh, that then qualify for the, for the $3 billion. Uh, and then, then the bank will finance those projects and will help in uh, resolving the current uh, energy challenges.